Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? I just saw Dave grab his ears like, holy crap. Reaching for the slider <laughs> to try to take your volume down a little bit. Uh, you know what that reminds me of? It's the, it's the movie where John Cusack plays the mixed martial arts guy say anything it's say yeah, anything yeah and he's trying to get his little nephew like all psyched up about something he's like come on give me a yeah like a karate yeah and the kid goes yeah and there's nothing and then a few minutes later he goes give me a yeah and the kid goes yeah and john cusack goes he's back full strength <laughs> so that's you <laughs> yes You're back, yes yes strength. i love it yes. uh lloyd dauber was lloyd- that Dobbler. Dobbler, yes, yeah. I was close. All right, Lloyd The fact Dobbler. that I even knew that, Diane, Jesus Christ. Diane Court. <laughs> but speaking of which, great transition, as always, the producer yes, that you are, we're talking Hollywood. movies, because yeah, this Hollywood. is a movies episode. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of flying lately, and long flights, so hence you've got the TVs in there with all the movies, and I had not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood until mm. these recent travels. I've watched it three times now in these flights, because I really, I, I, I got to be honest with you, the first one I was like, I don't like this. Second yeah. one, I started to like it more. And the third one, I kind of stayed the same. Wait a minute. You've watched the movie three times through? Yes. <laughs> there yes. must have really not been anything else on. Huh? Well, no, there wasn't. But okay. secondly, it's because I love Tarantino. And I thought, am I missing something? See, like- that's, that's why I, ne- I think I need to go back and watch it again. Because my first reaction was the same as yours. And I wonder if my second reaction would be different. And, and it, it's slow moving. Slow yeah. moving, unfortunately. It's okay. I mean, right. it's, I would say it's better than okay. It's good, but it's not Great. Yep. Which leads me to what we're discussing today, which ah. is I'm a huge Tarantino fan. His mm-hmm. movies are must-see for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought a lot about this after watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three times about what would be my top five Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as Hans Landa would say, that's a bingo. Ooh. That's a bingo. <laughs> we are going to uh, we are going to jump into this and talk a little bit about them here in uh, my list. And again, my list, while opinion is usually factual. So <laughs> with that, Dave, I, as I always open to you, because I know you as much as you love music, you love movies as equally as much. Just even pulling out the Lloyd Dobler reference right there. Right. So if you disagree with me, are you, first of all, are you a Tarantino fan? Big time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go descending order as always. Okay. And starting with number five. Okay. You ready? Yes, let's do it. All right, number five. This is a tasty burger. It's Pulp Fiction. Mm. Now, that's going to be surprising to many people. No, pulled it out early. Right, yes. Uh, and I bet a lot of people are listening saying, I've lost my mind. And how could this be number five of top, the top five films? Yeah. Look, I love this movie. I did. And I've watched it a thousand times. But the ones I'm going to compare it to... Just don't cut it here. You got the trailer. Yeah, yeah it's. I think it's. It'll be fun, Ed. If you don't yeah. mind, go back and look at this a little bit of the trailer to yeah. remind us, like what it was like when it came out. Here's Pulp Fiction. Miramax Films is proud to present one of the most celebrated motion pictures of the year. The winner of the 1994 Palm. 
Palme d'Or. Ninety-four. The best I know. Picture of the Cannes Film Festival. I guess they're setting us up here. Yeah. The music, of course. Brilliant. Come on, let's get in character. I'm so interested in Big Man's wife. Well, he's going out of town, Florida, and he asked me if I take care of him while he's gone. Take care? No. Show her a good time. Make sure she don't get lonely. Uh, I guess we get the point, right? Yeah. We, we saw Jules and exactly. uh, Vincent Vega. Yeah. I love this, but again, the ones coming after this are going to be better in my mind. But try to take a step back for a minute. Most people love it because when it came out, it was so new, mm-hmm. so different than anything they'd seen before. Time sequence all over the place, the amazing soundtrack. Travolta was back, right? Yeah. We forget this is Travolta was a joke before this movie. Yeah, he had done Look Who's Talking, which. <laughs> right? which which, exactly, and, and then he did two more, which was two too many more. Yes, and, uh, Kirstie yeah. Alley and look who's talking of too. Of course, yeah. uh, the Wolf. Of course, people love the Wolf, and easily Samuel L. Jackson's best role ever. I, I think it's fair to Hard say. Hard to argue with, right? Okay, I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. But on several repeat viewings, it loses a lot of this newness for me that that okay. people mildly felt. It doesn't quite hold up like the other Tarantino films do. Mm-hmm. I think there are absolutely several iconic scenes in this movie, though, and mm-hmm. performance are great. Uh, Travolta and Thurman dancing, though, like I hated that. It was a well, you gotta buy into the cutesy, kitschy. Like he, he by. His own admission, and by the title of the movie, Pulp Fiction is not supposed to be high art. That's what Pulp Fiction right. means. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's trashy little stories. And I wonder if you asked him if he would agree that was just supposed to be fun. And some of the movies he's made since have such more depth and story. I mean, there wasn't much, too much of a story here. This no. guy shoots that guy. Yeah. We're going to shoot it out of sequence. That was interesting, but yeah. But if you go watch that dancing scene again, does it Terrible. really hold up? It's kind of, like, awkward. It's tough for me to watch. I don't know how we're supposed to watch it. Like, it, it feels like a satire. It feels like, I mean, from the moment they walk into Jack Rabbit Slim's, something seems weird and different. Like, I've never been in a restaurant like yes, this before. It's right. cartoonish. It's like they're in a cartoon. Steve Buscemi, by the way, is but his Buddy Holly. Exactly. Right. Um, now, this movie, I think, would have been better if it gave us more Samuel L. and a little less Travolta. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Travolta was good, but he's no Samuel L. steals that movie. Like, I, to this day, I want that bad motherfucker wallet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, Bruce Willis was great. He was. You're I think. forgetting, uh, you know, and what's Fonzie like? Right. He's cool. cool. Right. Correctamundo. Correctamundo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, I hated the French girlfriend, though. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, you know, again, another thing that just repeat watch. Yeah. Yeah. Others have said it. It almost ruins the movie. It how, does. How out of place she is. Yeah. It does. I mean, I love it. I know it sounds like I'm taking a shit on this movie, but I love it. But for each of these, I also have my favorite scene on the okay. list. So my best scene in this is the diner scene at the end of the movie when he shows up as he shows us the bad motherfucker wallet yep. and then comes to grips with his fate in life. Like in the diner scene, he's like, you know, like he wants to wander the land like Kung Fu. Like Kung Fu yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wander the land. Right. It's like great. Kung it's Fu. awesome. Yep. All right. So clearly you think Pulp Fiction. Here we go. Oh, Short yeah. version of this one. And Ringo's proud of you. It's almost over. Tell her you're proud of him. Proud of you, honey bunny. I love you. I love you too, honey bunny. I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. 
And then, of course, he takes it out. Right, and for yeah. some reason, we knew it was coming, but everybody laughs when yeah. you see when you see the, the wallet. <laughs> right. come and out, Tim right? Roth, yeah. we forget about Tim oh, Roth. So good in almost yes. everything, in, in QT movies and non-QT movies. Yes, he's a he's great actor. So isn't good. He? Yeah. yeah, you ever see Rob him and Rob Roy? As yes. Oh, yes. So deliciously bad. There it is. The wallet. Bad, bad motherfucker. motherfucker wallet. All right. So Heather, if you're listening, I would love that wallet. <laughs> Birthday coming up soon. Okay. So, would you have it higher on your list of top five movies by Tarantino? I don't know. I want, if you don't mind, I want to let All this right. uh, okay. play out. Okay. I, I see the point you're making. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number four. This is a tasty burger. Kill Bill Volume One. Mm. Now we're fucking talking here, right? <laughs> this movie's amazing. Not as much of a fan in Volume Two, although it's good. And the whole Bill Superman speech at the end. Mm-hmm, is one mm-hmm. of Tarantino's some of his best dialogue. How his view of Clark Kent is how he views humanity yep. and all of that. Great. That is true, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this sure. is a straightforward tale of revenge and kung fu and, and typical QT dialogue. Here, go ahead. Okay. Not too long ago, I was quite the professional. My friends and I, we were the creme de la creme in an exclusive industry. And we all worked for this man. Bill. Then one day I decided to leave. Michael Madsen, by the way, another regular yeah. QT person. Pops up in almost yes. all his movies, right? Yeah. They did me in. Right, we get the point, right? Yeah. So again, I'm not, you know, I don't care about, you know, who plays what, but seeing a a, a woman kicking ass like this yep. is so cool. Be- like, How did you feel about the character's name? Beatrix the bride? Kid- uh, Beatrix Kiddo? Beatrix yeah. Kiddo. I loved it. Okay, I huh. loved it, but the bride. <laughs> she really isn't Beatrix. She's the bride. She's the bride, right? Yeah. And that I, I dug. Okay. Um, we have a truly badass heroine, you know, kicking ass and taking names, yeah. literally. Yeah, you know, sometimes taking heads, <laughs> right? Or eye- eyeballs, right? And sweet, sweet, delicious revenge, yeah. right? I love me with some revenge movies. Uma Thurman has never been better. And then as the bride, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, you know, she's awesome. You know, like in Reservoir Dogs, most characters go by code names. And yes. here, like the, the Viper and the, you know, the Black Mamba and all yep. of those, uh, which is great. Um, the premise is simple. The dialogue and action, they'll make it awesome beyond belief. Uh, the last 40 minutes of this movie is, though, what puts it over the top. You want my opinion on yes. this one? Yeah. D- not my cup of tea. Sorry. This this will be the one that we, we disagree on, I think. Too much kung fu for me. Too much, like, like uh, homage to, to kung fu and the cutting the arms off. And the, <laughs> see, and I the, love that. See, okay. <laughs> see, I mean, you know, yeah. um, some people want Sony. Some people want RCA, as the hooker told Joel yeah. in Risky Business. So, I, but, you know, and... Just too much of that, and the and the kung fu. If you love, if you like kung fu movies, I can see why you loved it. I was never a guy, so I was, I was just kind of like, what's going on here? And anyway, but that's okay. Yeah, and uh, remember the whole like you forget she was raped brutally by the pussy wagon guy oh, in the no, hospital. And yeah, the revenge part I was fine. Yeah. And, and although I don't want to ever see it again, it was a well done scene when she is buried alive. That I that is like. I have a fear of that. Yes. And oh, so, hell yes. That's one of nightmare fuel. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, to your point, that scene of like arms, legs, blood <laughs> sprouting yeah. everywhere. It's great. But my, <laughs> <laughs> look, John Wick, you know, I love that shit. I know. See, uh, there you go. All there right. Go. But the best scene is perhaps one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen filmed, which mm-hmm. is the, the fight scene between the bride and Oren Ishii at the end in that snow scene. Mm-hmm. And you hear oh, yeah, the yeah, fountain. Yeah. The, the very end. With yeah. the water coming, just that fountain yeah. that in the background of all of it, 
beautiful. That's the Lucy Liu. Yeah, Lucy Liu right? versus yeah, yeah. Right. versus the bride. Luma. Yeah, sure. Right, and she cuts her top of her scalp off. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. and she says their last words were, "That really is a Hattori Hanzo sword." Yeah, right. And you forget about the Hattori Hanzo scenes, right? How great that is. Yeah, great, right. great. Okay, All right. All right. agree to disagree. Right, as the great. It's your uh, list, though. Ed. Yes. Come on. Right, number three. This is a tasty burger. Django Unchained. Oh, here we go. Yes. So uh, a little background here. I took my wife to see this movie. She had only seen Pulp Fiction and really outside of that had no clue about Tarantino. I convinced her to go by telling her the quote unquote critics loved it. (laughs) And it was Academy Award nominated. All true. Um, And also two special words to her, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Right. And she was in. Uh, Little did she know that she was getting what she was getting into, though. But to her credit, she loved it. Oh, loved it. You want to hear a little? Um, Yeah, I do. There ain't no grace. Johnny Cash. So great. I didn't know that. We got the chain gang. Django on the chain gang with the other slaves. Good cold evening, gentlemen. Amongst your inventory, I've been led to believe it's a specimen I'm keen to acquire. When I hear the trumpet sound. What's your name? I'm on a rise right out of the ground. Django. Then you're exactly the one I'm looking for. Hey, stop talking to him. Calm down. I'm simply a customer trying to conduct a transaction. Last chance, fancy pants. Mm-hmm. Very well. <laughs> that, of course, is yeah. uh, Christoph Waltz in the, the, his second Quentin Tarantino movie. I, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. could listen to him just read the, the oh phone book. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd be so entertained. Yes. Uh, oh, anyways, anyways uh, of course, this is about a slave taken yep. by a bounty hunter who then becomes his partner in crime, collecting bounties. But it's a it's a it's a turn on the classic Western, but it turns it on its head. The hero's Django, the J is silent, of course, uh, who not only collects bounties on whiteheads, but also looks to rescue his, his slave wife, Broomhilda. Right. Uh, unfortunately, Broomhilda is the property of one major asshole plantation owner. Enter Calvin Candy, a.k.a. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Monsieur Candy. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Who's a delicious villain. I want to see yes. more DiCaprio as a villain. Just so wonderfully racist. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, he, he makes a couple of thin efforts to hide his racism, but, man, it comes out. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. How chilling is it? The the Mandingo fighting. Oh, my God. Yeah, he has these slaves yeah. basically fight to the death in front so of him. So hard to watch. I know. I looked that up afterwards. It's not it wasn't really a thing. Oh, it wasn't. I don't think so. Not not uh, exactly like that. Thank God. But, you know, I mean, we're talking about nonstop violence. So you didn't like the violence in Kill Bill. But yet in the gunfighting scenes. Like, it's the same thing. Just guns. You're right. I love Django. No, I'm not opposed to violence. It was this sort of weird cartoonish violence with the blood spurting out. This (laughs) this one is is harder to watch because of what we talked about. And there's also a scene where he has a a slave who he seeks to punish torn apart by dogs. Now, you don't actually see everything, but it's almost worse. You don't see everything. You kind of hear the cries of pain. So for me, like the slavery thing I thought was done. It's a tough, of course, tap topic to put on film. Right, especially by a white director, let's be honest. And not everybody loved the way he did it. No, right? no, but I thought he did a really good job of showing how horrific, horrific yeah. it is. Yeah, when, but they, it, when they throw Broomhilda in the hot box. Oh, yeah. Oh. Terrible. And, yep. you know, Samuel L. Jackson, again, he yep. was great in this movie. This, as the Uncle Tom. Yeah, this time as the classic Uncle Tom. Right. The, the house Negro. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's great. Leonardo was great. I thought Jamie Foxx was great. And I usually don't like him. He's a little too Jamie Foxx and everything. But this, I thought he was great. I thought this was legit 
Oscar worthy. Yes, because he had to play uh, brave but also scared, and it, it was just uh, brilliant from start to finish. He won an Oscar for he's been nominated twice, not for this movie. Do you know what he got nominated for? Uh, Ray. Correct, and yes. he won, and he won for Ray. He yes. was also nominated for Collateral as Best Supporting yes. Actor, which I don't remember, but whatever. Yeah, but Ray didn't feel like too much of a stretch. Yeah, uh, compared to this, I know it, I he's mean, a musician, Jamie Fox. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we know who the best person in this movie was. We just heard him, Doctor King Schultz. Oh yeah, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. When he dies in this movie, I literally felt gutted the first time I saw it. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I know. You know, and you know, it, it goes to show what a great actor he is, and we may get to him later in this countdown. Oh, we're going Ed. to. Okay. <laughs> but in the other Tarantino, well, I can I can save it. But he plays a good guy. It was nice to to root for. I mean, yes. mostly, right? Yes. He's a good guy. He's in this a good movie. guy. Yeah. He, in fact, he he dies because he abhors slavery so he, much. He doubles back yep. on a situation he could have walked out of. Yep. Plain and simple, because. The racism is too um, distasteful and horrible to him, and he has to do something about That's it. That's right. My favorite scene in this movie mm-hmm. is when he's starting to teach Django. Remember, he takes him to that bar, and everyone runs out, and he says, go get the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, it's great. And then he shoots yeah. the sheriff. He's like, now go get the deputy. Yeah. Right? yeah right. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's also a good story because because yes. you think Django is free and then he's not free and has to devise a way to free himself uh, with with remember his, he, yeah. he had a little ruse and it was really well done just kind of a, it had you on the edge of your seat and then the final scene holy shit where you got you know Django sub- seemingly outnumbered you got Samuel Jackson still fighting him to the death protecting amazing. the house amazing amazing yeah. amazing. Would that make your top five? Yeah, for sure. All right. I love Django. Number two. This is a tasty burger. And Glorious Bastards. Now we're here. Yeah. Such a great fucking movie. Mm -hmm. I really debated putting this one. I thought a lot harder about it. I could just picture him thinking of Tarantino about this premise. Hmm. You know, we've seen a ton of World War II films and everybody hates the Nazis. What can I do differently? I know we'll have a team of Jewish super soldiers who exact their revenge on Nazis and mm-hmm. change the entire course of history as we know it while doing it. Mm-hmm. Who the hell goes thinks of that? Like so brilliant. Right. Uh, only Tarantino. Now, I, I don't even know how they got a movie like that greenlit here. Yeah. Do the. So this, this is, is my favorite scene. Okay. This is, yeah. So you, you set it up because yeah. we're only going to show part of it. Right, but my favorite scene is the very be- opening scene of the movie. You see a French dairy farmer who we soon learn is hiding Jews under his floorboards. Who's an unbelievable actor. Right. I heard he's actually an accomplished French actor. Oh, he's great. He's yeah. great. I don't know his name. Right, um, but the Nazis show up and we see the Jew hunter, Hans Landa, come in and do this whole amazing, basically, monologue. And it's got to be the most tense scene you've ever seen yes. because he because Lanza knows that he somehow he knows he knows that there were Jews yeah. being hidden he's trying to get him he's to trying say to get it, him yeah. to admit it and you can cut the tension with a knife here's just a little bit of it you're sheltering enemies of the state are you not yes you're sheltering them underneath your floorboards aren't you yes Point out to me the areas where they're hiding. This is such a great movie. And I'm going to say this. Like, of course, he won the Oscar for this. Christoph Waltz is Hans Landa. And we had never heard of him before no, this movie, right? No, yeah. I mean, he steals this movie. But I got to say, I'm never usually a Brad Pitt guy. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's so good in this what movie. What do we do? <laughs> right. <laughs> Our business is killing Nazis. And business is booming. Right. The leader of the <laughs> bastards, Lieutenant Aldo Rain, yeah. the Apache. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, this obviously is not historical in any way, shape, or form, but, you know, they end up killing Hitler himself. Yeah. <laughs> which well, is we've awesome. Well, seen, we've seen this now, and he likes playing with history. And, right, like in Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. And I yeah. can see how some people might hate that. It's like, well, wait, that didn't happen, but... He, he just really wanted to kill Hitler, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is also like best storytelling. So it's not For just sure. the, the, the bastards. You've got the Hans Landa subplot. You've got Shoshana mm. and her whole subplot, which is fantastic. Run, Shoshana. <laughs> right, exactly. So great. But again. Someone pointed out to me. So we've talked about yeah. that scene, which is my first, my favorite scene, too. It is one of the longer scenes you'll ever see in a Hollywood movie. But it's, it might not even be the longest scene in this movie because the longest scene might be one of the towards the end of the movie when they're in the bar that's in the basement. I was just going to say that's another one of the best scenes in that movie. And the same dynamics. So yes. like he Tarantino loves that. What's it, that it, actor's name? He's Magneto in the X in the X-Men movie. I'll look it up. Uh, I forget his name too. Um but who's but, the Brit? Yeah. But it's it's there's always a secret in the air and one party knows like, like we know as the viewer we know right. that the 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 actress is actually a spy and that one of the dudes is actually a soldiers is actually a spy. But we don't. But we, the other party doesn't know, and you know it's gonna. He's gonna. It's gonna. Have Michael Fassbender. Right? Yes, yeah. that's it. And yes. you know it, the the jig's gonna be up, but yep. you don't know when. I've had that's with great. you know in German. I've had my pistol at your ball since right. you sat down. Like yeah. so great. And he gives it away because of a mannerism of saying three yes. for three drinks. That was the tell. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So brilliant. And yeah. I have a German friend, you know, mm-hmm. who's who wasn't born here. He's you know he came over from Germany. I asked him about that movie. He's like he wrote it absolutely correct. That would have really? given it away. Like someone that's, that's not funny. Yes, because at the time I saw it, I thought, oh come on. No, no, right. it's yeah, legit. Yeah. Yeah. And right. even the no, accent yeah. how they kept saying where's this accent right yeah. you know again he said it's legit which just goes to show tarantino fucking rules okay. he does also a, uh, a terrific strange cameo by mike myers <laughs> yes movie, right? yes uh, as, right as a british soldier yeah, yeah. with the winston churchill scene yeah, right exactly, yes yeah. okay my number one is going to shock a lot go. of people this is a tasty burger it's true romance whoa yes um now he didn't even direct this he wrote it Right. But he didn't direct it. This is my favorite Tarantino film ever. Do you know the story behind this? When Hollywood came to him and said, you can direct a movie, they gave him a choice of this or Reservoir Dogs. And, and he, he chose Reservoir Dogs. Right. Knowing right. that it would be given to someone else. If we have the trailer. From the director of Top Gun and Beverly Hills Cop 2. Hello, baby. Clarence? I'm a married man, buddy. <laughs> A con man. Ask him if he got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? No con, tell him we gotta go. Floyd smoked the second page yes, of the letter. Exactly. <laughs> there he is. Four on fire or what? She seems very nice. What are you doing in LA anyway, huh? And a suitcase full of trouble. My name is Vincent Cocotti. I work as consul for so Mr. Great. Blue Boyle. Do you agree that people don't recognize how great this movie is? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's it does it's it's typically not. This is your show. I completely yeah. respect its place on this list. Most people don't even list it as a Tarantino movie because he didn't direct it. But he wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah, and and, and it's it's. It's got a, the not necessarily the touch and feel. It's got 
so many Tarantino hallmarks in the it. The dialogue, especially, the dialogue, yes. The ensemble cast. Yes. The, the sort of everyone dying. Everyone's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. everyone's pointing the gun right, at yeah. each other, yeah. and and the right the <laughs> simultaneous shooting or whatever that is. Um, you know, the music's good. The the stunt casting. Brad Pitt as a stoner is like so a throwaway Floyd. character. <laughs> yeah. As right, Floyd and Val Kilmer. Without seeing his face, he plays Elvis in, in an, an so apparition great. of Elvis. Just kind of cool, clever, a lot of great dialogue. Um, this movie is an all-star cast. All-star oh, cast. I love Gary Oldman as yes. the who gets it at you the You know, beginning. Tony Soprano's in this. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patricia Arquette does it. Yes, man. Dennis Hopper, yeah. walking. And I shouldn't be so mean, and I certainly don't mean to body shame, but looking back on this, Patricia Arquette, was smoking hot. She was, and she isn't now. No, but, but she's she was. Wonderful. She's a wonderful actress. <laughs> yes. Still, she's just kind of got a different body now. So you know that anyway. this was semi like he wrote the the uh, the character of Clarence based on himself as a video store clerk. Right in the in the movie, Clarence is, works in a record store. Video. Or a video. Oh, it is video. a video yeah. store. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, yep. there you go. And yep. he meets her because his friends got her as a prostitute for him. Uh, exactly. Right. exactly, it's a setup. And again, which leads to my favorite, which is the Gary Oldman pimp character. He's yeah. only in the movie for like ten minutes. Right. But those are Drexel. awesome ten minutes, Drexel. Drexel, right? the guy who's who, as as Patricia Arquette says, he thinks he's black. He goes, "Well, sit down here. We got everything from a Negro to be goddamn Vano." Right, <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs> so great. And then he so goes, great. Right. You know what we got here? You know what, what? You know what he calls Clarence? You know what we got here? Charlie motherfucking Bronson. That's right, Charlie Bronson. <laughs> we got Charlie, yeah, that's Charlie Bronson. Bronson right yeah. Here. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um, so that's where he comes into the possession of the the the, the cocaine, cocaine suitcase, suitcase right, full of drugs, which leads to the whole movie going from there. Again. Right. So yeah. he goes to California to sell it, make money, and hopefully, right off to the sunset. Of course, things go wrong. Of course, yep. the cops are after him. Gangsters are chasing him, and a, a bunch of hooligan also, you know, cast along the way. You got look at this. You got Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Dennis Hopper. Christopher Walken, Brad Pitt, James Gandolfini, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. So many people. The best scene, though, in this movie is, I would argue, and I think you know what I'm going to say, perhaps the best scene. <laughs> he knew. Have, he had it teed up in all of screen. movie history. It's set it up. So, right, Dennis, so, Hopper, so yep. Dennis Hopper is Clarence's dad in the movie, and he helps to hide Clarence from the mafia guys who are coming after him for the cocaine because, like an idiot, he got out of there and left his license <laughs> Right, in, right. In, in, in getting it. Yep. So Christopher Walken is the mob boss and Dennis Hopper's his dad. And they have perhaps the, the most tense, beautifully delicious yep. dialogue scene so going the, back and forth. So the part I'm going to show is Walken has already like he's the heavy and he's got his henchmen. They've already punched Hopper in the face and sliced his hand and then poured some kind of alcohol yeah, on to it to make him get burned. Ah! Yeah, right. Hopper knows he's not getting out of this and he doesn't want to give up the whereabouts of his son. So he does the one thing he can think of. And this is what he does. <laughs> well, then the Moors moved in there and, uh, well, they changed the whole country. They did so much fucking with Sicilian women, huh? That they changed the whole bloodline forever. That's why blonde hair and blue eyes became black hair and dark skin. You know, it's absolutely amazing to me. I wish you could see Walken's face right now. It was reaction. Smirking. He's smirking to hide the the rage that is building. Still carry that nigga gene. 
It's to the music. Now, this so great. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm quoting <laughs> history. It's written. It's a fact. It's written. Your great, 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 great grandmother fucked the nigger. Oh, and yeah. you can see Dennis Hopper like, I'm going to die, and I'm going to go out the way I want to go blaze out. Blaze of right. definition of going out in a blaze of glory. Oh, we don't have to play the yeah. rest, I guess. You can guess so what I have happens. a question for you. Yeah. Has either of them ever been better than this 10-minute scene? Well, which is amazing, because th- this movie was not nominated for any Oscars. No. It's, it's not, and, and between the two of them, Hopper and Walken, we could look it up. I'm sure they've got some nominations between them. They've done really sort of scholarly, you know, real, like, cherished high art this movie was not high art and yet i think you're right i think they've never been better than <laughs> in the scene um walken plays sort of against type he i don't remember ever playing an italian before no. they just yeah. gave him a die job he he does strike me as well he did play a gangster once in uh, you ever see uh things to do in denver when you're dead yes it's underrated yes. movie he plays yeah, a gangster. not bad yeah, yeah but uh-huh. not italian and hopper uh, he he was you know some actors are better when they're younger or older. I like old Hopper. Yes. I, li- I like weathered yes. Hopper. You know, yes, so good. Uh, I love this movie. I absolutely yeah. love this. I just movie. saw this recently. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I, watched, I I got suckered it's in. I watched so the whole good. thing. Oh yeah, Michael Rappaport. Also Michael Rappaport. excellent. It's- Balky Bartokamus. Who's that? He was uh, the guy who says with gets the coke all over him in the car. He's like, I don't want to do this. Oh, Bron- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> Balky Bartokamus. You know. <laughs> I know him as Tom Cruise's best friend from Risky Business, right? right but yes. Bronson, Bronson yeah. Pinchot, right? Um, Chris, uh, Chris Penn. Chris Penn. Sean Penn's yes. Tom Sizemore. Yes, Tom Sizemore is the, the cop. Yeah. yeah. It, it you, just goes yeah, on and on. On and on. Yeah. It's like, and most people don't, they sleep on this movie, and yeah. I think it's the best. You make a, a fine case. I, I love this movie as much as the others. People are going to wonder what you left out. Yes. Right? So off the top of my head, Hateful Eight. Hated it. I enjoyed it. it. You hated it. Hated it. it. Boring. Okay. Okay. And Reservoir Dogs you left out. So when it came out, I loved it. It's more of like a, almost like an art, an art film. What, what do you call it? An indie. Yes, it's more of like right. an indie. Almost. It also feels a little dated. Watch it, it, it again. Yeah, it does. It's not that well acted. Right. It's well written, but sometimes it sounds like they're reading like they're in a junior high play. Right. Like I say my line and then you yes, say your right. line. And Jackie Brown is another. Yeah, Jackie Brown never really, you know, uh, blew my skirt up. No. So I'm with you on that. I like De Niro in that movie, though, against type. Yeah. Right. As like yeah, the bumbling. Chubby. Right. Yes. Right. But no, I, I think, you know, I, it's hard to argue with my list as usual. It really <laughs> because is. Because you are right. It, it is. You missed the memo, it people. It is. It is. Yep. Um, so there yeah. you have it. There you have it, man. There you have it. Just so, for the record, yeah. we can we can. Uh, I'm trying to see if you left it. Well, okay, you one of the Kill Bill movies you I left. I didn't off. love Kill Bill too. Oh. People love this list, right. I do. And again, my word is your gospel. Breathe it, drink it. Until next time, are you not entertained? That's a bingo. 